the Avenging Hour. I'm Jason. I'm John. We're, um... <laughs> Ran out of steam already. Yeah, I... You got to the... forgot what I was going to talk about. So we're talking about <sighs> Avengers comics on this podcast. Uh, okay, all right, all right. Let me recalibrate. Avengers comics, what do I know? But now we're on the West about Coast. A, ooh. Like in a desert somewhere? Like with the Hulk? No, no. Isn't the Hulk always in a southwest it's not, desert? It's not the southwest Avengers. Uh. It's the West Coast Avengers. We're talking about West Coast Avengers number 41 from February of 1989. Oh, right. I read that one. And this is the first issue that we've read in quite a while of the West Coast Avengers that has neither Steve Englehart nor Al Milgram because they are both gone. Fired. Well, probably. Canned. I mean, I don't know. Out the sure. door. I don't know for sure, but let's say probably at least Steve Englehart because this is going to clean up his plot lines, and I don't think he would have left without doing that. He had plot lines? Oh, he had plot lines. <laughs> this is, uh, it, it's funny, uh, this comic splash page, the first page actually makes fun of itself because when I opened it up, I was like, wait a minute. Is this in the middle? This is in the middle of the other annual crossover that we haven't read yet, isn't it? It's not? No. So Oh my god, it seems like it should be. It does. Let's let's start with the with the Well, let's explain what's on the splash page. Well, you want to do the title cuz you always do. Well, the not title. the title. I wanted to talk about Okay, so this is plotted by Tom DeFalco. Oh, right. It is scripted by Ralph Macchio, who I guess comes in anytime a writer gets fired, <laughs> just just for one issue. And it is And it's arted by It's <laughs> arted by Tom Morgan, who we just saw doing a fill-in issue of the West Coast Avengers like two or three issues ago. Oh, did we now? He was the one that did that really horrible picture of Wonder Man and the Avengers in the Quinjet. He's the one that did Oh, when it. he was like really wide and weird yes. looking? Yes, that's him. This issue, the art is much better. It, yeah, nothing I didn't, I didn't weird notice. like that. So anyway, so in, in, in Tom DeFalco plotting this will become important in a minute. And it is called <laughs> When Ghosts <laughs> you Can... You say so. It's called When Ghosts Can Die, Even Gods Must Fear. Let's hold on for a second. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> I tried to parse that out. When ghosts aren't ghosts already dead? That's why if they can die, even gods must fear. Why? Gods aren't ghosts. But now, what does that have to do can, with the same thing? If ghosts can die They're on completely different realms. Even gods are scared because ghosts are dying and they're not supposed to die. What if the gods are the ones killing the ghosts? Because they have the power of gods. I mean I think it's a little presumptuous that gods would be scared of anything. I mean, also, I don't remember any ghosts dying in this issue. So, what if you're the god of fear? I, you know, I actually went out of my way to try and see if this was one of those. Uh, Tom DeFalco doesn't do that. Rough Roy, uh, uh, Roy Thomas, yeah, like no. pulling some quote out of Shakespeare. And, nope, there is nothing. I looked it up, and there's like six references to West Coast Avengers number forty-one. <laughs> That's it. So, explain what's going on on this splash page, which you wanted to do like five minutes ago. I wish I could. Um, so, we're in Asgard. And Sif is there looking different than I expected her to look. She's got a funny helmet on. And there's some other dude there that I was like, I, that's not Balder. And it's not Loki. And it's not any person that I know. And apparently it's Lair, Lair, the Celtic god of lightning. Yes. So. And they're fighting um, King Cobra. No, they're fighting <laughs> the uh, serpent hordes of Seth. The Egyptian god of something. So this death? is why... Yes, death? yes. Isn't it Anubis? Well, it's death in the Marvel Universe. <laughs> I don't know. But what, Anubis exists. Maybe it's is he, evil. Is maybe Anubis it's, the underworld? And, maybe he's evil. In the, maybe he's the god, the of, god evil. of evil. the god of evil? That's weird. It's Marvel <laughs> mythology. That's a god of evil. It's not real mythology. Who's getting, building a church to the god of evil? 
evil people. Who wants to hang out with that? Yeah, don't evil. go to that church. Those guys are weird. Anyway, um, this is why. It's so important. Seth is making a power move here. And this is why it's important that Tom DeFalco plotted this. Is it Seth or Set? It's usually Set, isn't it? But they threw an H on the end. It's Set in the actual mythology, but this is Marvel mythology and it's Seth. It just sounds like some dude that you went to high school with. Oh man, Seth's the antagonist. In the actual mythology, I believe her name is Hell, but it's Hela in the Marvel Universe. Oh. Anywho. But it's still Ares. Yeah, he doesn't change them all. So Tom DeFalco is plotting this, and that's important. Because Tom DeFalco at this point in time is writing... Because this is something you wanted to talk about five minutes ago. He's writing Thor. Oh, and if why? You, if you remember, <laughs> which you clearly How don't... Is Tom DeFalco writing everything? Wasn't he writing Spider-Man at this point, too? I think he was done with Spider-Man. And he is editor-in-chief. You'd think his Ugh. plate would be, would be full. If you remember, in the last issue we did of the East Coast Avengers... Oh, my God, that was The actual ago. Avengers... She-Hulk, Dr. Druid jumps into a vortex. She-Hulk goes, oh my gosh, I can't believe what I did. Give me a billion dollar Quinjet and let me go my own way. And Thor, Black Knight is mostly frozen now because of the curse. And Thor says to Jarvis, look, I can't stay. Big things are happening in Asgard. I'm going to take the Black Knight paperweight and I'm going back to Asgard to take care of stuff. I remember all of that except the Dr. Druid part. Dr. Druid went into a vortex? Yeah, he went into a giant vagina with, with Nebula in the sky. Yeah, I don't remember that part. Okay. Well, <laughs> anywho, the important thing here so is. So they're going that, back to Asgard because stuff's happening. You know, I'm just going to put an explicit on this episode because I'm not cutting out. <laughs> you want to swear to I you? mean, you said dick twice. Or was that last episode? <laughs> that was the last episode. Crap. Come on, they say that stuff on TV anymore. What's going on is that Seth. You can't say vagina? Seth. God, we should be done with this issue already. This <laughs> should be a 10 minute, We got to drag this out. It should be a 10 minute episode. Come on, one of my favorite characters is in this. Sif? No. Lear? No. I don't even know who that is. The Phantom Rider? <laughs> no. So N- neither of them. All of those guys. <laughs> I've derailed myself. So Tom DeFalco is writing this. Thor, Seth. So Tom DeFalco, we're getting close to Thor number four hundred. Was it like a countdown? And for the build bum, to bum, four four hundred, I think I said four four hundred. Thor four hundred. Tom DeFalco's big plot is that Seth, the Egyptian god of evil, is trying to basically take over all the pantheons. Yes. He wants to be the god of gods. Pretty much. Of and evil. so the gods of evil got. All of, all of the non-Seths are, are getting... Did, did you say nonsense? Nonsense. Uh, all this nonsense is happening. All of the different pantheons are banding together to fight him. It seems like he wouldn't win that way. You would think. Well, but he's got, as you said, all be, of these like Cobra yeah, knockoffs. They're just random dudes. So You'd think case, he'd be more ninja-like and go after like one pantheon at a time, like behind their backs? Well, you would think so, but, but he doesn't. And so... Are you sure this isn't just Loki pretending to be Seth? It's like well, in disguise. My my question would be, Seth, does he look Egyptian? Like I don't really understand his look. It doesn't look I'm not I'm not even talking about skin tone or anything. I'm just talking about his costume. He looks like Doctor Doom. Yeah, it doesn't he, he looks like a supervillain. He doesn't look like a deity. I mean, say what you will about whether you like the Asgardians and the Olympians, but when they're drawn by Jack Kirby or John Pasima or whomever, they look like gods. They look old. That's something. Yeah. But Seth is dressed like a supervillain and it just annoys me mm-hmm. but then that's tom defalco for you tom defalco didn't draw it well it's tom working for you i'm sure but 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 it was designed i'm sure by tom defalco back in the thor comic when seth first appeared for this stupid plot line Anywho, was, was seth not in marvel comics before that he might have popped up once or twice but i'd be willing to bet if he did he had a different look hmm. than this look than right. supervillain seth look supervillain seth so 
Seth is like, look at us. We're doing great. We're winning. Yeehaw. And one of Seth's unusually reflective lackeys. <laughs> right? I thought there's like three panels of this guy wandering off and talking to himself. And I thought he was going to get to a point where he like takes his mask off and he's somebody in disguise. No, just a guy. Yeah, it's very odd. He's I, I don't know. He's thinking he's thinking thoughts. We don't really care. We're going to do a scene shift to the University of Nevada. <laughs> Which looks like it's in the middle of Vermont. Yes, yeah, so much green. I don't think any people involved in this comic have ever been to Nevada. And we get a Tom DeFalco cameo <laughs> on the first page. It's not Tom DeFalco. It's Tommy D. Yeah, Tommy D, who they're making fun of how fat he is and how much he likes pizza. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah, great. But he wrote it, so... He only plotted it. Ralph Macho oh, scripted that. Right. So in any Do you case, think in this plot, he was like, we're going to cut to a scene where there's these guys playing Frisbee and they're like super buff. <laughs> Rob Macho is like, nah, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, he's like, you can't you can't fire me. I'm the karate kid. But we're here because this is where Hamilton Slade, who we saw back like seven issues ago when Mockingbird tried to punch him to death in the Grand Canyon. Yes, this is where he works. And Mockingbird, Moon Knight, and Tiger have come here because they are tired of, almost as tired as we are of this Phantom Rider plotline, and they want it resolved toot sweet. I, uh, I'm going to do another aside here. Did, oh, goody. did Hamilton Slade work at the University of Nevada? I know they talked about it in that grand camp. I could have sworn they said he worked at UNLV, Nevada, Las Vegas, which is not the same place. Well, University of Nevada is in Reno. Well, considering he keeps having these blackouts from his from being taken over by his ancestor. He doesn't know where he works. Or maybe they were like, dude, you haven't been to class in four days, and now you come back and you're covered with bruises and, and trail dust. We're transferring you. Yeah, you're, you're gone. I, I don't know. I couldn't remember. I know that they had said he worked somewhere in some department, but I didn't remember what school it was. So these three ex-Avengers have come here to finish this once and for all, but they knew they needed help. Yeah. So who did they get to help? One of my favorite characters. It's uh, Damon Hellstrom, the son of Satan. We but have, he's in a suit. Yeah, we haven't seen him in this book for a while, but it makes sense. They're concerned that maybe the original or the crazy Phantom Rider's ghost is possessing Hamilton Slade. Correct. So they got a demonologist. Yep. Makes perfect sense. It actually I, is the smartest thing they've done. I wish they would have shown us him them doing that, because doesn't he live in New England somewhere? No, no, he lives in San Francisco. At least the last time we saw him, he lived in San Francisco with Hellcat. See now, again, with the West Coast Marvel, like, they could have done so much with the people that they moved out to the West Coast. Yep. Uh, I mean, Night Shift against Son of Satan, that would have been cool. And Hellcat. And Hellcat. Yeah, whatever, Hellcat. <laughs> and he's not called the Son of Satan anymore. It comes up at some point. No, that's in the backup story. Is that in this issue? No, that, I'm sorry. I'm just getting so confused. There's a backup story in a solo Avengers coming up that has Hellcat in it, and she talks about... Being married to son of Satan. So I'm like weeks ahead. I'm in the future right now. Mockingbird explains Mockingbird flashbacks to what happened with the Phantom Rider. We're not going to cover it because goodness knows we've been talking about it on this podcast. It's like 1984. What? Something happened. And and while she's flashing back, Moon Knight flashes back. <laughs> New, Moon Knight wants to remind us that he is now Conchu possessing Mark Spector's body. God dang it. So it doesn't matter. You've already said it. No, sorry. So I'm trying to control myself. Uh, Hellstrom puts together a put, first of all he puts his costume on gets yeah. out his trident he just had it in a briefcase I guess they, this guy has a massive office and apparently they pushed all the furniture and bookcases into the corner so they could put a gigantic pentagram in the ground yeah so we have five people at the points we have Mockingbird Moon Knight Tigra Hellstrom and Hamilton Slade 
And they're like, great, you're ready to go? And he's like, <laughs> Hamilton Slade's like, yes. I don't know if I'm ready. Oh, God. Yes. He's like, well, I think I'm ready. And then Hellstrom immediately shoots him with his trident. Yeah. And two ghosts, two ghosts pop out of him. Yeah. Two, two, two ghosts in one. One of them is the Phantom Rider that drugged Mockingbird. She can sense it. Well, I mean, we can see it. Yeah. <laughs> and the other one is his brother. The original Phantom Rider. I forget who's who. There's a Carter and a Lincoln. Carter's the original. For our purposes, the evil one is wearing a cape, and the good one isn't. Oh, yeah. I see that now. That's basically the difference. Wait, which one's wearing the cape? The evil... Wait. No. Oh, I'm sorry. The good the one's good guy's wearing, wearing the cape. cape. Yep. I apologize. Yeah, yeah. The good ones... I would have thought... Well, it doesn't matter. The good guy's wearing a cape, and the good Phantom Rider immediately starts beating up his dead brother... Basically being like, oh, you're such a disappointment as a Phantom Rider. Yeah, the dude lunges at, at Mockingbird and, and his brother grabs him and is like, I hate you. And while they're fighting and the ex-Avengers are like, what do we do? Hellstorm's like, hey, I know. <laughs> you know. Something else is wrong in this room. We need some help. And he shoots Moon Knight in the back with his trident and Khonshu comes out. Now, this is a problem because Seth's goons... Uh, I guess have the god Cerebro on where they can detect gods appearing somewhere. They have those ubiquitous monitors everywhere, you know, like drones. And since Kanchu is a deity, uh, they feel like he should be brought into their little god war. It says right there they're in the Asgardian control room because that makes sense. Right. Why does Asgard need a control room? Yeah, I've never seen Asgard with this kind of technology. I am the god of monitors. <laughs> <laughs> So Seth's forces mobilize to go find Khonshu and bring him back to Seth. We worship Ivar, the god of surveillance. <laughs> Asgard is stupid. Fight, fight, fight. Punch, Con- punch, punch. Khonshu comes out and Mark Spector's like, what the? <laughs> He's like, what is going on here? Khonshu's like, man, I'm a god. I don't care. I can do what I want. I've been kind of taking over your body for the past few issues. I was just curious of what it was like being a dude on Earth. But you Sorry know, about that. I'm kind of done with it, and you can be yourself again. No, no harm, no foul, right? <laughs> and maybe then, you'll stop talking like a dork now. <laughs> and then Seth's forces come through a rift in space and start attacking everybody. And the rest of the issue is a huge fight with Moonlight most of the time going, "Wait, my God, possessed me!" <laughs> yeah. And Tigra is like possessed at some point. She seems demonic, and she's really angry, and I don't know when that happened. Yeah, so basically, everybody is fighting the Egyptians, including Hellstorm. Uh, except the two... Except the two Phantom Riders who continue to fight themselves. And you're right, at one point in time during the fight, Tigra seems to lose control and become all cat. They call her a uh, a feline demon. Yeah. And she looks at her... Yeah, her ears got much pointier. She's fangy, and yeah. And and I have to say, we, we again, we weren't the most complimentary to Tom Morgan in the fill-in issue. There really was just that first page. But I really like his art here. The two Phantom Riders, that fight is... I mean, that's mean. And I, I really like the art on the fight. I like the art. I don't like the physics of it. Well, I don't know. There's if weird... Like, they're ghosts. And there's points where they're flying through walls, but then they punch each other and bounce off things. And I then they're in this, this panel here where one of them is standing on a floor... And throws the other one down through the floor. I don't understand the physics of it. I'm not sure if he's standing on the floor so much as floating, floating right by the floor. And, they don't, and I don't think they actually bounce off of anything. They're, they are physical to each other. But I don't believe that they're actually... I don't think there's anywhere in this fight where they are... I don't know how they fight. 
So, so yeah, they are really going at it. Meanwhile, Mockingbird is trying to calm Tigra down. By sneaking up on her and grabbing her from behind, which seems like the wrong thing to do, but it yeah. works. And then Moon Knight, uh, well, I guess Mark Spector now is like, I've had enough of this. Yeah. And, and he, he just, starts fighting people. Yes. And meanwhile, the good Phantom Rider ghost finally beat the bad Phantom Rider ghost. And the good Phantom Rider ghost comes up to Hamilton Slade and is like, look, you are supposed to be the Phantom Rider, but you should be in control. You shouldn't be used by my by my evil brother like you have been. I'm going to merge with you and you're going to be able to actually transform into the Phantom Rider and do good. Right. That sort of happens for and a that, while. And that happens, and Hamilton Slade turns into the Phantom Rider, and he starts fighting Seth's forces. And then Khonshu blows up something, and then he has another confrontation with Marks. This is just going back and forth. Yeah, And then a- he, Khonshu's finally like, I'm out of here. Yeah, once Khonshu really gets into the fight, everybody's doing well. Seth's forces retreat because they realize that they can't win this fight. And so everybody runs away, and Khonshu basically says to, to again says to Mark Spector, yeah, I'm so sorry about that old taking over your body thing. And Mark Spector is like, this is insane. And Khonshu's like, eh, you know, whatever. Except he doesn't apologize. That is true. He never apologizes. He says, gods are selfish, jealous beings. I appropriated your flesh and mind to experience that which I had never experienced. The benefit was mine. The price paid was yours. See ya. Yeah. You don't need me anymore. And then, and now Moon Knight's like, wait a minute. Am I not still, like, are you not going to help me anymore? <laughs> and, and he's Conch like, is like, you're still my fist and whatever. Yeah, you still have to fight. <laughs> cool. You have to fight in my name. I'm but just I'm not, not going to help you anymore. Yeah, I'm not going to be, there's no, will be no more divine intervention. And then. And then Tiger seems fine. Yeah. And then um, Carter Slade leaves Hamilton Slade. Yeah, uh, after first, he possessed him. At first, Mockingbird wants uh, Hellstorm to banish both of the ghosts, both the good ghost and the bad ghost, despite the fact that the good ghost did help them. Yeah, she says get rid of them, and the good ghost is like, yeah, get rid of both of us. I'll make sure that, you know, I'll watch over the bad guy so he doesn't escape again. Yes, and then at the last minute, Hamilton Slade ca- calls the good brother to him to merge with him while the bad brother is banished by Hellstorm to wherever it is Hellstorm banishes people. It's a closet somewhere in, like, Omaha. So, yeah. So now Hamilton, So now we have so a then, functional Phantom Rider who I believe we will never see used anywhere. Sweet. Does he get a backup story in Solo Avengers? <laughs> he doesn't. No, he wasn't an Avenger. He wouldn't. But, yeah. So, and then Mockingbird's like, ooh, sorry, buddy. I know I was probably pretty harsh to you. And at that point in time, it's just the denouement as... Everybody leaves. Yeah, and basically, you know, these three have been kind of sticking together as a team. And Moon Knight's like, no, I'm going back to New York. I cannot do this right now. You know, my... And to be fair, his, his world has been rocked by, by what Conchie did. I mean, yeah, I guess. And then Tiger's like, all right, Mockingbird, we'll just go back and we'll be cool. And she's like, no, I don't want to go back and see Hawkeye. So Tiger is, I believe, where we leave this now, Moon Knight and Mockingbird are both leaving the team. Mm-hmm. Like, they already quit, but they're really <laughs> they already off the team. And Tiger seems to be, I get the opinion that Tiger is going to probably go back to the team. I, I don't know. She's like, what's going to become of us and this team we've worked so hard to maintain? Such a sad ending, such a sense of loss, though we won. And she's crying. And she's crying, and Hellstrom's like, eh, whatever, shut up. (laughs) Stuff happens. (laughs) And this really, you know, again, we've been talking for quite a while about how both of the Avengers books kind of came to an end, or the teams kind of fell apart, and of course, they really fell apart in the main title. But in this title, it's kind of been 
a little bit of crumbling, but they keep trying to bring themselves back together. And this, I would say, is the end of the main crumbling. And the next issue of West Coast Avengers, which we won't be talking about for quite a while, because we have been on the West Coast forever, will start to put this team back together. Hmm. Whether we like it or not. Vision stuff. Yeah, John Byrne comes in next issue and John resets. Byrne and Mike Macklin. I don't even know who that is. He's an inker. Or at oh, least he's inking Byrne, in this case. Byrne, Byrne is writing and drawing, yeah, at least for the beginning. Byrne will work with Paul Ryan somewhat, but to start with, because Byrne will take over both titles, but he starts with West Coast Avengers, does, I don't know, five or six issues on that before he also takes over the Avengers title. Well, that thing, there's an ad for it. It's a five-part Yeah, called Vision Quest. There's no letters page. I'm pretty sure that... Yes, you are. You're pretty sure. <laughs> Sorry, I realized I had notes on that issue that I got so excited about I didn't I didn't read. For example, the evil Lincoln, the evil Phantom Rider, we found out in this issue was married. Before Mockingbird, he had a wife that he apparently, when he became Phantom Rider, just left her and rode off to be a hero. Really? Which seems really odd because in the in the issue that we see where that Phantom Rider takes Mockingbird back to his house, no one there seems to think he would ever be married to a woman or have any kind of relationship. <laughs> right. So it's very odd. Well, maybe because of how badly the first one went. And I believe we will see Tigra in the West Coast Avengers in the next issue. She does go back to the team and Mockingbird will eventually go back to the team. But this is basically it from Moon Knight as an Avenger. He never, I don't believe, ever works with the team again. Which is sad. I, I like Moon Knight, but I say it's sad, but he never really did fit in with the team. No. He probably shows up in a secret Avengers or something down the line. I don't oh, know. I, I believe you're correct. But that's it. He actually he actually says not... Um, she Tigra, she, Tigra doesn't realize how much he's changed with not having Conchu in him, and she, you know, is reminiscing about them being a couple. And she's like, "Hey, man, you used to talk to me before. What's going on with you?" And he's like, "Not this time. I'm going to leave the Avengers for now. Becoming one was Conchu's idea, not mine." So Mark Spector never considered himself an Avenger. Interesting, and that makes sense. There's an issue of his title. Where he, the the cover of it is him burning his Avengers membership card. And where he basically completely quits the team. All right, draft dodger. Yeah. Weirdo. But that's it. We And we truly will not be back on the West Coast for a while. We have annuals to do. We have more solo Avengers to do. Mm. And then we're going to be going back to the East Coast because we have not been doing, we haven't touched the East Coast Avengers in what seems like months. So we need to go back well, and catch up. They don't exist anymore. They well, broke that's up. true. But, but their book still does. So we yeah. should go see what's going on. Okay. The first issue is a Jarvis issue. So. Oh, boy. Getting the team back together. Woohoo. Crimson Cal 3. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks for listening, everyone. If you have any questions or comments, you can reach us through email at uh, avenginghour at gmail.com or visit our Instagram page at avenginghour where we post funny panels and talk about things oh right that was i've never been on our instagram i was page. gonna say you don't know <laughs> never even seen it oh this oh. is fun <laughs> good night